And I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford. Kia ora, Giles. Sky City settles Auckland car park issue. Kia ora to you, Charlotte. Yes, it's been a long-running saga, all complicated and caused by the fire at the convention centre. But it is done and dusted, it would appear. It will pay $204 million to take back control of the car park in Auckland after the collapse of a long-term parking concession agreement. Now, that agreement uh, follows the collapse of the $220 million sale of the concession to uh, an investment fund owned by Australian firm Macquarie in late October. Nona Peltier has more. The Macquarie Fund terminated the agreement with Sky City after it failed to deliver the fire-damaged underground car parks located at the International Convention Centre on time. Last month, the High Court ruled in favour of Sky City's interpretation of how to determine the amount to settle the failed arrangement. Sky City had been pushing for a $188 million payment, and Macquarie was claiming $240 million. The casino operator will take back control of the near 2,000 car parks at the end of January. Last week, Sky City said the delay in settling the dispute was a factor in forecasting lower earnings for half-year-ended December. Well, building products firm Steel & Tube its first half earnings have been steady with the previous six months, but about half uh, of those, uh, or half the level of those, a year ago, in what it calls a subdued and challenging market. The company is forecasting pre-tax earnings for the six months end of December of between 10 and $11 million. That compares with just under $11 million for the first six months of this calendar year, but it's down on last year's $21.5 million. Chief Executive Mark Malpass says it's concentrated on customer service, pricing and cutting costs to offset inflation. He says Steel and Tube is now getting the lift from restructuring of a couple of years ago. We're seeing it at the moment, actually, if you compare where we're heading from an earnings perspective to where we were, say, uh, financial year 2020, when we were heading into COVID, we sort of... Uh, the earnings um, were, were almost sort of break even, whereas nowadays we're you know we're we're sort of delivering returns plus cost capital. So we're pleased with that. I guess, I guess even in an environment where volumes are are under pressure, we've focused on three key things really: staying the course on our strategy, as you mentioned, that um, focusing in on high growth areas of the business and and um, you know increasing our resilience, also just controlling the controllables, you know, so making sure that we're focusing in on our margins and growing market share in the key categories that we set out to. And, and then, of course, um, you know, thirdly, I think like uh, most businesses in this sort of environment, really focusing in on the balance sheet and making sure that, that uh, you know, you've got a strong balance sheet and the costs are under control. Well, Mark Malpass is optimistic of improved growth as the economy picks up and the pipeline of infrastructure projects offers new business. Local share market likely to see its first artificial intelligence stock through a backdoor listing on the NZX. It's been announced uh, that listed investors Ascension Capital has entered into a conditional agreement to buy several businesses to be known collectively as Being AI. The agreement values the Being AI portfolio at $45 million, with a further adjustment of up to $35 million uh, possible based on Ascension's share price. The deal needs uh, Ascension shareholder approval, and the vote's expected in March. Once completed, the company will change its name to Being AI Limited, with Ascension currently in a trading halt. Ratings agencies will be watching closely as numbers out this week are expected to show the country continuing to live well beyond its means. 
The current account deficit for the three months ended September is forecast to be to narrow slightly to from nearly $30 billion, which was 7.5% of the value of the economy, to 7.4%. ANZ senior economist Miles Workman says the forecast improvement from one quarter to the next is very sluggish, and that's a worry. He says the numbers aren't looking particularly good. At the moment, with a current account deficit uh, around that seven and a half percent of GDP level, uh, that's certainly you know beyond uh, the realm of what anyone could call sustainable. Uh, and the key risk here is that sovereign credit rating agencies look at this uh, and they are a bit worried about what it means, uh, you know, from from a risk perspective. Uh, and you know they are watching closely. Let's just put it that way. I mean, I think ultimately there are a number of metrics that feed into these ratings. Uh, and you, you can't just make a, a quick assessment based on one piece of data, such as the current account. It, it has a multitude of factors that influence the rating, uh, some of which are related to government policy and, and the fiscal outlook. Miles Workman says although the current account deficit is a concern, the country's official debt is relatively low, despite the increase in recent years, and those numbers will be out on Wednesday morning. Let's see how the markets opened at the beginning of the week. I'm joined by Andrew Cathy of Craig's Investment Partners. Kia ora to you, Andrew. Kia ora, Giles. Well, a bit there to digest. Uh, Steel and tube update. Sky City finally settles its car parking dispute. And a solid uh, end of the week for Wall Street. How's it all playing out locally? Yeah, look, our market's up 10 points. But uh, more notably, we've had six six weeks of gains for the NZX50 and it's now back into positive territory on a year-to-date basis. Today it's pretty quiet, up 10 points. A2 Milk's down 3 at $4.38. Auckland Airport's up 4.5 cents at $8.29. Chorus up 7.5 cents at $7.73. Contact's off 2 at $7.83. Fletcher Building up 4 at four seventy two. Fisher and Paykel Healthcare up 6 cents at twenty four oh six. Infratil's back over $10 at trading at $10.01. Main freight up two cents at sixty eight fifty two. Porter Tauranga off five cents at five dollars fifty. Ryman's off five cents at five twenty five. Steel and tubes up three percent or three cents at a dollar five. And Somerset up six at nine dollars thirty four. Just a headline for Australia, please, and then the currency. Yeah, Australia ASX two hundreds opened up about a third of a percent or twenty four points at seven thousand two hundred and nineteen. FX, foreign exchange, uh, Kiwi dollars, stronger against all our major trading partners. Against the US, we're currently 61.24. Against Australian dollar, 93.01. Against sterling, 48.79. And against the euro, 56.87. Which lays us to interest rates, oil and gold? 90-day bank bills unchanged at 5.645%. 10-year interest rates are 4.75%. Brent crude uh, continuing to uh, come back. It's currently trading at US $75.73 a barrel. And gold's trading at US dollars $2,005 an ounce. Thank you very much. Andrew Cathy from Craig's Investment Partners. A couple of other items of business news this lunch hour. Property developer Precinct Properties is to sell a property close to Auckland's waterfront for just over $50 million. The Mason Brothers building in the Wynyard Quarter has been done up by the firm. It was an old warehouse. 
and it's been turned into offices uh, with top uh, sustainable building techniques and uh, environmental rating. The company says it'll recycle the proceeds into other projects. And uh, the country's net worth increased 16% in the year ended March 2022. The value of assets rising at a higher rate than liabilities. Just a shade old, it may not be quite so uh, cheery looking now. News and numbers updated for you from the markets at around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kia ora.